here, and welcome to the Spark Show, where we got comedy, news, and two forgettable dicks. With Sparks, you got tiny wrists. Mike hates French toast and your children. And you, the committee. Yo, what up, fucker? Subscribe now and become a committee member. Let's rock. That's what I'm talking about. something with a ginsu knife i'm not sure what you're doing there are you yeah julianing is that what you're doing yeah the second one chopping carrots into finely sliced pieces i know what's wrong your mic i'm not hearing you through your microphone i'm hearing you through your computer i think pike oh could that be it (laughs) what the hell what episode Uh, is this like three thousand, and and now we're having an issue yeah. I uh, before I'm laughing because before we got on, I'm like Pike. I don't know. I'm hearing it. Some I'm hearing some weird. It's like some weird noise going on. And we're like, what? What is it? And then it stopped. And then now I get it. I see him talking to his microphone, and it's no, it's not coming from the mic. I gotta say, your computer's right. got a pretty good mic. It, it doesn't sound bad. It just doesn't sound. Well, thank like, you. It normally does. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me work on this here. What the? It's all right. Boy, you want to see Pike get angry about... It's going to happen. It's He's never... I've never even seen him be angry. He's usually very internal combustion, is what I call a Pike. You know, like, uh, where he gets really mad and he bottles it up and keeps it inside. And on the outside of his face, he's smiling. But he's internally screaming when this is all happening, okay? And he's good at hiding that emotion. Thank you. How about now? No. How about now? No. Tap, tap, tap. No. Don't no. hear it. So, Pike getting upset. This is a sight to be seen, although he's not really that upset. But but in reality, he's like, you know, he's a radio guy. He's a musician. Sound is important to Pike. Okay? He's a little particular about this whole thing. It, it matters. Uh, okay. Source. <laughs> we got to change the freaking source. Um, that's the input and the output. Okay. Why? I, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> it's all good, man. You let me go over the show while you're working on that. Okay, we'll, yeah, we'll do that. Troubleshoot. All right, all right. Here, you want me to? I'll hide your camera so no one can Please. see. Okay, no one can see you at all, Pike. Right now, okay. This is they're just looking at something else. They're not looking at you. Fix this thing and get angry at all. Right. It's not a single shot of you tapping on a microphone trying to figure this out at all. I wouldn't do that to you. So you're not hearing that? No. What the hell? No. I'm going to call you back. Can I call you back? Yeah, call me back, dude. All right, there you go. I'm going to call you back. We can start the show over. It doesn't bother me at all. We can... I'm sitting here by myself talking to myself. That's... That's chaos theory right there. Oh! There it is. I okay, hear it. That, of course. It always works. Just call <laughs> you back. Oh. Oh. 
You all right? Well, yeah, good, good. We're all good. What were you talking about? I was quoting Jurassic Park, Malcolm from Jurassic Park, when he's doing chaos theory. You know, the water droplets on the hand, and then the doctor lady runs out and looks at the poop. I will say I have seen Jurassic Park, but it was so long ago. I oh, couldn't tell, couldn't tell you any them. character's name. Uh, I know, what's his name? Uh, Jeff Goldblum's in it. He's Malcolm. Uh, Malcolm. Oh, he is Malcolm. Oh, good. I know him. Wayne Knight from Seinfeld. Was he in it? Yep. He was. Fuck. What was his name in the movie? I don't remember his name. He was, was it great. Newman, wasn't he? Was no. Good. Yeah, he's a good. No. I love that guy. He's an actor. He's not in much. I don't know why. Yeah, it seems like he kind of just uh, called it quits. Like, yeah. Got enough money. Yeah. Great movie, though. You know, Jurassic Park. Great movie. He wasn't even in. I found it interesting. They said how many episodes each actor was in, and it like wasn't even half that he appeared in on Seinfeld, but it seemed like he did. Makes sense. Yeah. 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 You can't have the villain too much, man. You got to hide. The villain's a special thing. <laughs> it really is. Who's the villain on this show? Uh... Jesus? Jesus approves. Just comes right. in every so often, you know what I mean? Just yeah. makes his presence known. Everyone's like, oh, Stirs it is. up. And then leaves, you know? <laughs> Definitely. Uh, well, oh, we're what good is? now? We're good with the microphone? No, I'm, right. I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. We're ready to rock. So. Exactly. Welcome to, welcome to the show, Pike. I can hear you perfectly now. It sounds amazing. Great. You Thank you. Be beautiful as ever. And I'm very happy that you're here. And next time oh. I have some kind of engineering issue, I'm going to call you, bro. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't believe the intricate things I had to do to get this functioning. You know, it included things like unplugging cords and plugging them back in. That's um, right. Cursing, swearing, doubting yourself, yes. frustration. <laughs> anger. You unplug one thing. Oh, yeah, it doesn't work. And you go, what the, well, what the fuck what else the could fuck? it be? You can't, you can't hear There's that? There's no, no other options. <laughs> Yeah, yelling at you like it's your fault. Like, you can't hear that? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Anybody who's ever been in, like, a sound check, they're like, dude, I got tickets to the sound check even, bro. Sound check party. It's all just, like, 20 guys going. Can you hear oh, that? That's horrible. Can you hear that? <laughs> I, uh, I have been a part of many sound checks. And the worst is because we'll play at bars that also kind of during the day double as, like, a restaurant. So, yeah. you know, we'll get, we'll start sound checking while a family is 10 feet away at a table eating dinner. And our, our sound guy, his process for a sound check is like, first of all, he's like, kick. So the drum, the kick drum just, yeah. Doosh, doosh, doosh. And it'll go, it feels like an eternity. It just hit, and I'm is. like, just sweating because the family, the dad's about to freak <laughs> out. And then the, the sound guy in the microphone, he goes, do, 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 do. He's just making noises. Hiss, hiss, hiss. Well, the, the, it's the a crazy He's getting a free scat show. You know what I mean? That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it is the most stressful part about being in a band. It's sound checking. Well, I didn't know this whole thing was going to happen, which makes a perfect segue for... Let me ask you this. What's okay. the best sound in the world? Oh, best sound. Best sound in the world. I have mine, but I wrote the question, so I kind of had time to think about it. 
They had a lot of good sounds. Um, I would go with the... Uh, oh, God, geez. I'm trying to think of an instrument. Um, I do like the sound of a, a nice jazz saxophone. Ooh. Like Kenny G. Like Kenny G. I believe has made the the best sounds in the world. Jeez. <laughs> it's like what? It's like an orgasming lady? No. Kenny G saxophone. Yes. Like that is oh. the best. I didn't know we were including sex sounds cuz well, I was going to say like, oh, you know, you know not- that fart fart sound it makes when you pull it out. <laughs> Wait Sometimes. A Kenny G saxophone kind of resembles that of a Love making session, doesn't it? I mean, it slows, starts off slow and low, and then he he's scaling up and down. You know, mm. I believe that was his influence. Oh, definitely, definitely. But no, yeah. my favorite sound is not has nothing to do with the sexual nature. Oh well, let's hear it. Greatest sound in the world: opening a can of tennis balls. Mm. That's like, yeah, it's I gr- mean, whoa, it's a. It's a good sound. It's not a good smell, if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Have you smelled it? It smells like poop. It does. I don't know why, but it smells horrible. So you're saying because of the smell, it throws you off. Yeah, it deters me. I mean, the sound is overshadowed by the poop oh, smell, for sure. No, the yeah. other senses are ruining. They're ruining your I experience. Know. Right. They are ever, yeah. I mean, it feels fine. I'm sure it tastes okay, but it just smells like shit. <laughs> yeah. Do you put, I mean, I, I, do you play tennis? I'm a tennis guy, so I've, I've big time experience with this. I've played tennis. I don't, I wouldn't consider myself a tennis player, but I will never forget opening a can of tennis balls. Like that's, you have that. <laughs> You know, pop at the end. Yeah, it's like the suction vacuum sealed. Oh man, it's just oh. the that's the coolest sound ever. I Nothing know, on earth sounds like that sound. You know what I mean? That's a one of a kind. You know what else is a good sound though? When you go to the ATM and then it starts making the noise like the money's coming. Like, <laughs> it's just twenties coming out. That's usually a good sound. <laughs> Money, 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 money. Here you go. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) That was the worst hand gesture. That was the worst hand gesture for money, 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 money. Here you go. (laughs) Money, 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 money. And there you go. (laughs) The ATM's just like an angry man. That's got to be my... I want that as my song. I want money, 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 money. Here you go. I want that shit. (laughs) I want to be able to remix that song. (laughs) That was amazing. Uh, Thanks. Jesus. Since we're on the topic, let me ask you this. Oh, shit. Hold on. Okay. Go for it. Let's say you go to an ATM. Okay, let's say you're in Vegas and you're you're doing some gambling. Okay, so you go to the ATM for the fifth time or whatever. Yeah. And you take out you you plan to take out twenty bucks. So you take out twenty bucks, it pops out your twenty, but when you go into the little money tray, you see there's a hundred and twenty dollars. Somebody had some cash sitting there. You don't know who. Are you taking that money? Yes. 
Really? I thought I thought for sure. I've really thought for sure you wouldn't. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's cash. So if I go, hey, is this your money? Then anyone's gonna be like, yeah, and just grab it and walk, even if oh, it's theirs or in not. Vegas, in Vegas, especially, yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like I, you know, I don't know. I, I who? How can you return this cash? You can't. That, that's yours now. If it was said like lost property belonging to blank name, I would try to find that person or turn it into a lost and found of some sort. Yeah. You know what I mean? But the fact that it's cash, yeah. mine now, bro. You know, I was walking around. I was in the Cosmo and uh, Be- beautiful, great, great casino. But right in the kind of the middle on the bottom floor is the high, high roller, high limit games, right? The room for the high limit games. Yeah. And I'm walking with my wife and my sister-in-law, and we're walking through the casino, and I look down, and there's cash on the floor of the casino. So immediately, oh. I just walk up to it, and I step on it, you know? Yeah. And I stand there, and I look around, and the money's underneath my foot. It's right outside the high limit, right? So I'm like, uh, how much money is here, dude, you know? So I'm walk. I'm looking around. Nobody. I bend down. I pick it up. I count it. Six hundred dollars. Jesus. In yeah. hundreds or like just a big stack of twenties? No, oh hundreds. Six one hundred dollar bills. So I'm like, holy shit. So I look around and my sister in law's like, holy shit. I'm like, I know. So we. So I'm standing there and I'm like, hold on. Wait till wait. If, if someone comes back and is like, yo, dude. I know this is crazy. I just dropped money on the ground. Did you see it or anything like that? I'll give it to him. I would give it back. So we stood there for like maybe a couple minutes. I'm standing there looking around. Nothing. I'm like, look, nobody's here. So here's 300 for you. Gave it to my sister-in-law. 300 for us. (laughs) And you do whatever you want. You can go gamble with that. You can go save it. You know, I felt like a dad. Like, this is yours now. You spend it the way you want it. You know what I mean? Daddy worked hard for this money, okay? Right. Here you go. But I just want to let you know, it's yours. Oh, oh, you're going to buy that, are you? Oh, I, I know I said it's your money. I know you said it, but I'm just saying. Like, I, I didn't know you are going to buy that with that money, you know? Yeah. I, not when I had mine when I gave it, but it's yours. It's fine, you know? You know? Uh, you're going oh, to gamble I, it immediately in a slot uh, machine. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, that's good. Oh, it's gone way. already. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. Oh, it's been five minutes and it's gone. Oh, interesting. Okay. Uh, no, that was your thing. But no, we both I think my- saved the money. We Neither one of us gambled oh, it. Yeah, I pocketed it and I'll go, oh, my night's made. And I walked. Uh, I walked Dude, around. that's like free money, though. That's the money you got to gamble with. That's guilt-free gambling. Uh, Put it on one hand. All right. We think differently. All right. that's You're the finance guy. Right. Better investment. You put it on one hand. You put that three hundred bucks on one hand. No, maybe two hands, just in case I had to double the first one. Oh my god! See, I took that what? and I was what? like, "Dude, let me just say, I'm so glad you don't know about stock options right now." Why would you say that? <laughs> because you would, you'd be broke. You'd be a broke, broke man right now. The way if you I was can gamble in, in the stock market is essentially gambling. You're you're essentially yeah. betting on if companies are going to go down or up. 
by a certain date. Yeah. That's what you're doing. Okay. Yeah. Familiar. I just haven't. Yeah. I haven't dove in much. No. Dude. But it's like, uh, it's better. It's wiser, uh, safer gambling than just putting 300 bucks on one card hand. Disagree. I think it's the exact same thing. I think it's, okay. I think it's betting. <clears throat> it's like sports betting, but with companies. You know what I mean? Right. You is it like, like a for sure lock, like when you bet on the Packers to cover, or is it like a little <laughs> iffier? Because <laughs> so far that's been a pretty safe bet. Now, no, anything can happen, man. Anything can happen, especially in these tumultuous times, economically speaking. Mm-hmm. You know, it's oh yeah. A lot of people are making a lot of money, and a lot of people are losing a lot of money right now. Yeah. I'm not going to get into it because I know what you'd do. You'd sign up for a TD Ameritrade account here right after the show, and then you'd be like, I bet by this date that this company stock is going to be worth more than this. And then people, I'm not going to get into it. Anyway. Oh, you you got me. My interest has peaked. (laughs) I'm Googling it. I'm typing in TD Ameritrade. (laughs) Don't do it, Pike. (laughs) I'm telling you, don't do it, bro. All right. Now that sounds like a lot of work. Yeah, it is. And people do it. It's a scary amount of work. You shouldn't do it. <laughs> it's, you don't yeah. have time for that. Laziness will save you from being poor. That's that's what. <laughs> it's the American dream. Yeah, exactly. All right. Hey, well, let's get started on the show here. It's only 17 oh. minutes into the fucking thing. Subscribe. Hey, if you're watching over there, YouTube.com slash Sparks Radio. Hit the subscribe button. We're trying to get to 300 subscribers by February. We got about 10 days left. We're... I have no idea. I haven't looked this morning to see how many subscribers we got. But, hey, if you're telling a friend about the thing, about the show, and you're saying, hey, uh, go subscribe, or if you're listening on the podcast, then I put the link to the YouTube right there in the show notes. So definitely click subscribe, thumbs up. That really helps out the show. It tells the algorithm, hey, people dig this thing, and we appreciate you. You're spreading the good word. So thank you so much about that. You can follow Pike on all social media. It's at Pike Taylor Radio. That's everything. That is it. Boom, boom. There he is. I'm at Sparks Dad. Radio on all social media as well. All you have to do is search search for it. It's not tough, you know. Did I just explain social media? Uh, look, and also a small part of it. We got the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Sparks Radio. Boom. That's the way to go about it. Uh, if you want to help out the show and help out something called Project Payham, I was talk, talking to Pike before the show when his mic wasn't working, that it was uh, a trial. It was trying. It was difficult to try to get through to this billboard company, but God bless America. I've done it and I've made it happen. Now, it's not 100% a go. They have to approve the artwork for our missing teeth billboard for Project Pay Him. But that's what we're trying to do over there on the Patreon. We are trying to put up big public practical jokes. So it's not just giving us money for the sake of giving us money. We're going to take that money, pool it together, and buy ridiculous dumb shit. Okay? That's hilarious. And that dumb shit is hopefully going to make everyone <laughs> laugh and question what the hell they're doing on Earth. And that's what we want to do. And you're going to help us pick the jokes. That's what happens when you join patreon so check that out all right good great wonderful pike we got a big show today we got max barth comedian max barth is on the show i'm looking forward to that hilarious dude comedian out of philadelphia i I believe in the interview we talk about how he grew up in the opera which is not your typical childhood 
No. Yeah. That was we bizarre. Talk. I've never, yeah. yeah, it's like a new, it was a new experience. I've never heard of anybody doing that. I've never been in wow. the opera. That kid lived in no. it. No. I thought it was a myth, honestly. Yeah. Crazy. Well, well, I don't, we'll get to that interview here in a minute. First, I got to I, I talk to you, Pike. What's going on with your teeth? We never got a follow up on your tooth. Did oh, you get them removed? Yeah. Did you get all of them removed? Yeah, they're all gone. I'm just gumming it now. Uh, no, no, no. My, you know, I went in again, and this was like now the the next level dentist, a periodontist who who gave me my like actual options. And so they give you two options. One is like some bullshit crown lengthening, blah blah blah. Extend this, and they're like, and even with that, it might still fall out in five years. Or we could just pull it out and give you a fake one, and they're about the same price. So. I'm like, okay. Oh, it's $3,000 for both. Great. Is there anything cheaper? So then the option they gave me is, well, and I love that they don't include this. Like you have to ask. It's like, fuck off. You know, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's, we could pull it out and this is $500. So a fraction of the price, pull it out and then give you like a fake tooth, right? That you have to take out before bed. You have to put in, it probably gives you a lisp. It's very uncomfortable. So I was like, oh, okay, $500, huh? God, no, Pike. But it just, I mean, it was just so drastic. So, of course, I was going to think about it. So now I'm currently thinking about it. Although, not because of you, okay, because of fine advice from other people that I'm leaning toward just getting the fake tooth. Like How about your wife? Fake Listen tooth. to your wife. Yeah. Listen no, to your wants, wife. She wants the permanent fake tooth. Yeah, I know she does, because she doesn't want to be married to a hilljack. Just put in the thing. Invest in your face. I'm going to, and I'm seeing it as like a new lease on teeth. Like, I get to start over. Don't fuck it up this time. Thank you. But here's the thing. They're going to pull it out, and they said, well, then we have to wait five months before we can go in and put the the new implant in, because it has to heal. So... They're going to take it out, and I'm going to have to wait five months anyway with without a tooth. That's fine. So that, it's I mean, still worth it. It's a long time. Yeah, just I guess. let it heal and just take care of your teeth. God, I've never. I do. Like, talk about a thing I can. I don't. It's it's non. Oh, I know. You don't. Yeah. Stop chewing on plastic. That's what I mean. Like, fuck, Pike. Oh, I don't do that. These. Yeah, I know. I'm looking okay, at what. Yeah, it's the chewing on plastic. I need to stop doing that. Yeah. But I've known that. I've known that since I was nine years old. Yeah, and but now it's... Yeah. mom's like, stop chewing on that. We're not going to pay for your dentist bill. And I'm like, shut up. But boy, was she right. <laughs> <laughs> she would always say that. Yeah, yeah. Now it's time. It's finally caught up to you. You yeah. weirdo. There's a caller. Like, hey, remember what you said about paying for my dentist bill? <laughs> Well, it's that time. They fell out now. <laughs> oh, that's awful. Well, best of luck to you, Pike. I hope you make the right decision. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. Can I go over some of the song suggestions that we are getting? Pike and I are in, in, we're in the middle. Actually, we're at the beginning of a song competition. We threw down the challenge. I said I could write a song that's probably more popular than Pike can. Pike is an actual musician. I can't, but it's not that tough. Okay, and I'm sick of people getting caught up in the musicianship of hit songs. 
You don't need musicianship to write a hit song, okay? I mean, every pop star right now has proven that. So, here, all you gotta do is have a catchy hook. I can do that. I just need a song subject. Pike needs a song subject. We threw it up there on Instagram. Give us a song subject to write about. Pike and I are both gonna write a song about one subject. Pike, I didn't know it'd be this difficult. Hey, what should I write a song about? Is apparently fucking the same as why are we here you know on earth why why were we created you know kind of a question it's philosophical nonsense just give us a subject that's all it is take a look at some okay please no what do you got well just i know that one of the favorites is my constant masturbation it's like we just can't do that we're not going to do that but i appreciate the suggestion here's the first suggestion Pike loves masturbating. <laughs> oh, yeah. Pike's love of masturbating. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. What I said. What I tell you. Pike said. It's I don't know where. Hell of a passion. Oh, what is? I don't know where I got that reputation. I guess I do because we did seem to talk about it quite a bit early on. But let me assure you, it's it's a healthy amount. But it's, it's not. Yeah. yeah insane. Not, it's not like. Yeah. Yeah, he's not, not ruining family functions. Day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Let's go jerk one quick. Uh, it says, or a song about how Sparks resembles a generic meme guy. All right. All right. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, so those are some suggestions. Here's another one. Jason says, write a song about Rim Nation. Sparks hates oh. Rim Nation. Shake my head, Pike says. I know. That's why I suggested it. All right. So here's the thing about that. Wouldn't that be an obvious sway into Pike's direction? You know what I mean? Everyone would love me because they like seeing me miserable. And then, but two, uh, it's kind of like Pike has a leg up because Rim Nation would all vote for his. But then again, it's whatever the stupid committee decides. Here we have that's right. Ratback Rob says, "How about a country song about somebody's mom's mashed potatoes?" And I like how he was vague about whose mom's mashed potatoes here. Yeah, somebody's. That, I love that. See, my head's already like spinning with ideas for that song. That's good. It's random. Got, well, I don't want to write a country song. I thought we were each picking the, well, fuck it. Who cares at this point? Whatever. Exactly. But you can take the country part out of it. A song in a sea shanty. What? A song in a sea shanty. Form about Form. moving across country. It can become the next Cleveland Rocks anthem. Do you know what a sea shanty is? Yeah, man. Have you been on the internet in the last week? They're like blowing up. People are loving sea shanties. Yeah, it's like a picture what? like a sailor or yeah. a, a song a pirate would sing. You know, like, I don't know the words, but yeah, people were singing them like crazy on, on TikTok. I'm not on TikTok, so I don't know. I don't see what like the SpongeBob well, they, uh, theme song. Uh, yeah, kind uh, of a little more. Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? Like that fucking thing. Well, that's a ridiculous cartoon song. These are more like serious sea shanties. A shanty is like the a song, you know, a song. Oh, I thought a shanty. They're really was catchy. A, like a shack, like a really shitty house by the water. It possibly is, but I know in this form, in this context, it is a, it's like a, it's a chanty song. You got you to gotta see an example. 
but they're very catchy and the kids love them for whatever reason. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Uh, Rat Pack Rob, another one. A song about doing a drive by in a Prius would be pretty gangsta. I like that. Drive bys and Priuses. That's not bad at all. And then you no. got Cowboy Chad here. He says, baby stomping giraffes, which is not us doing the baby stomping, giraffes stomping on their own babies. We talked about that and how oh, yeah. they got to fix that. That's awful. You know what I mean? Giraffes. Yeah. Your population's already low, bro. You don't want to do it yourself. I know. We can help you. We, just, we can't help you help yourself. You got to do that on your own. You got to do that. We're doing the best we can. Okay. I know. <sighs> Fucking drafts. All right. Well, there you go. Thank you so much for the song suggestions. Keep them coming. Instagram.com slash Sparks Radio. Pike at uh, Instagram.com slash at Pike Taylor Radio. So go ahead and make that happen. All right. Thank you so much. Now we got to get to the interview here, Pikey boy. Before we get to news that matters. We love this guy. This guy is uh, very funny. I've been meaning to talk to him for a while. I haven't chatted with him in a very long time. But uh, in the interview, we go over how he got COVID. It's a COVID. Uh, yeah, he got he had it. He's gotten over it. We talk about it. What was it like for him? The comedy scene right now, he's from Philadelphia, growing up in the opera. Oh, and by the way, smoking marijuana during COVID, a respiratory infection. So there you go. Ladies and gentlemen, his name is Max Barth. He's a hilarious comedian. Let's bring him in right now. Max Barth! Hi, Max. How are you, sir? It's me. Hey, I'm good. How are y'all doing? I am hey. so thankful that you're here. Yeah, yeah. I'm so thankful <laughs> you're here. I feel like you dressed up for the occasion. Is this true? Yeah, I went with like kind of a bolo, like a Western Santa thing. <laughs> I just got okay. I just got this bullet as a real scorpion in there, huh? Is there really? Yeah, I survived really? COVID, so I treated myself to a little little treat. <laughs> <laughs> lucky bolo. You know, when we first jumped is, on here, I thought you were wearing a tie. I was like, is Max did Max wear a tie for this event? No, it's yeah, a scorpion yeah. bolo. That's a amazing. Scorpion bolo. Yeah. It looks like it's kind of swimming. Is that thing still alive? I I wouldn't be surprised. I think it just makes it more powerful. It's a little bit of a Jurassic Park thing. Actually, maybe you could break it open and like pull a COVID vaccine out of the scorpion. Yes. I love it. Yes. It's been frozen in nectar for, yeah. uh, I don't know, nine months, 12 months, however long it's yeah. been. Who knows? I'm, I'm saving it for COVID-21. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Well, dude, we got to talk because a lot has happened. I think the last time I talked to you, we were just talking real quick before jumping in here. It was like maybe 2018. And then, yeah, yeah. dude, nobody then like the. it's crazy to think 2018 the world was normal when it was really yeah. just it felt like everything was going to shit then. But yeah, uh, yeah exactly. But, but 2020 has really taken the cake. I know for a lot of people, but you you said that you you had COVID. You've gotten over it yeah, now, but you I, had. I, yeah, as I told my girlfriend, I literally had COVID. That's like my excuse for anything now. It's like, well, yeah, but I had COVID. <laughs> I can't wait for. Yeah, so I I was fortunate. It's a serious thing. I was fortunate to like have a mild case. So it is. It's real. It does suck. Um, I was just super tired for like a week. Uh, but luckily, I don't think I passed it to anyone else. Or, um, yeah, it was it was wild, man. Like. All I did was listen to like the Everly Brothers and ACDC for some reason. <laughs> like just sit around. Rough. <laughs> yeah, it was very Those strange. Those are the best uh, cases. You, yeah, you hear some people who just get, like you said, tired. 
And they're like, I don't, I'm yeah. like, was it bad? They're like, well, I don't know. I just slept for two weeks. I'm like, oh, it doesn't sound bad. But again, yeah. mild case. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was fortunate. Like, I, I didn't see any family around uh, holidays and stuff. But yeah, oh, I was saying, I, I can't wait to use it uh, in an argument against someone. Like, someone who's <laughs> like anti-mask or something. Just be like, dude, bro, I didn't want to say it. I literally had it. I'm a survivor. <laughs> That's the Trump card, dude. Survivor. That's it. Yeah. 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 You throw that down. You know what I mean? Any any yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh or Pokemon card, that would be it. That'd be the yeah. end of it. Yeah. I wouldn't say Magic the Gathering, but then I'm so I'm going to use it just, just in life. Like next time they like, what do you mean this coupon expired? I had COVID, sir. <laughs> look at me. I swear there look are people this, who like, are just. <laughs> look at there are people who are just desperately wanting to get it for that reason. I feel like they're going around licking shit just so they could say, like, just yeah. so y'all know, yeah, I mean, I'm one of the chosen ones. Right. That's probably how I got it. Do you know how you got it though? Is it was it just because some people I, do everything right, and I know that you're you're a believer, which is an insane thing to say, but uh, I, yeah. I I know that you probably were being cautious. Do you know how you got it? Did you get it from? I, I, I mean, I think I got it from a friend who probably got it at like a, at their work. Um, but I, I, at a certain point, it's like once you have it and you're isolating, it doesn't interest me that much. Like, I, I, as, I, I think I've been pretty safe. You know, I don't take uh, I bought like an electric scooter. That's been pretty fucking fun. I've just been like zipping around and stuff. Um, so I haven't been doing public transport and all that. And uh, yeah, I think I've been safe. I, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it sucks like getting... Get, actually getting COVID like three days before they approved the vaccine. Ah, fuck. That was, that was a bit weird. Like, yeah, just under the wire to make it so far, you know? Yeah. But again, I'm fortunate. Like some people have it, you know, I don't want to like minimize it. it. It sucks. Like I would not want to be, I'm 31. I wouldn't want to be like 40 or 50 and have it. And, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm pretty healthy. No, absolutely. Uh, let's go back to the scooter part. So did you buy the scooter so yeah, you didn't have to yeah. take mass transit? Because I know you're you're in Philadelphia. Yeah. And so yeah. were you always taking mass transit before COVID? Um, uh, fair amount. Like it was an option. You know, it's like a cheap environmental way to do it. And like Philly's not bad. I, I like, you know, I like taking the train and stuff. But uh, yeah, when the lockdown started and I was getting that CARES Act money, Hey-o. that scooter money. And uh, you get like an electric scooter for not that much. And I got a giant red helmet because I'm 31. I don't have to impress anyone. I already have a girlfriend, so who cares? So I got a giant red helmet. I'm zipping around at like 15 miles per hour. People are asking me questions They're like, hey, you know, I got a little bell, like a bike bell that I, you know, I ding right. on it. I love like passing when cars like ride my ass and then I let them go by me and then I zip past them the next light and I hit the little bell, and just give them like a dirty look. <laughs> That's, that's incredible. It's, fun. It, it, it's a lot of fun. I put. I want to get like flaming like racing stripes on it or something. Sick. Like it's Guy Fieri's scooter. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. Save some pussy for the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Well, no, I I'm got, jealous. I they got, got the girlfriend. Then I revealed okay. the scooter. Perfect. You did it backwards, my friend. You did it backwards, yeah. Max. If you only yeah. had just gotten the scooter first, you know? <laughs> yeah. <sighs> How long does the that's, charge? Again, I'm, I'm like curious about the scooter. Like, how long is the charge? I mean, can you? Is it all day? Is it like one of those, like uh, lime? It charges in things? like three hours. Yeah, it's it's like that basically. It's like uh, I think it's Segway, but I think they were bought by someone else. But uh, 
Yeah, it charges in like three or four hours. I got like an extender battery. Like I got it to save money, but of course I'm a fucking idiot. It's like, um, by the way, is it okay if I curse? It's fine. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, Fuck cool. Yeah. Shit, uh, shit, man. <laughs> uh, also, it better be okay because I literally had COVID. Um, <laughs> you know, you're going to say I can't curse? I was on death's door, okay? <laughs> Listening to the newest ACDC album, which was surprisingly not bad. Awesome. That's um, also a side effect of COVID. You just you need more ACDC all of a sudden. It's yeah, weird. Yeah, I just felt like rocking. Yeah, I was Sleep. listening to like, uh, yeah, I was listening to a lot of Rage Against the Machine. And I'll tell you, listening to Rage Against the Machine on your electric scooter is a total vibe. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You Dude, know? I'm so like, I won't there. do what you told me. And you're just like zipping across the city slowly. But you're <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Are you ringing the bell for like the da da da? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the Tom Morello of electric scooter bells. That's it, dude. That's it. <laughs> we don't need the key. We'll zip down the street. Da da da. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Dude, are you? By the way, I'm a huge Rage Against the Machine fan. Uh, Pike yeah. is a Rage Against the Machine fan. We are both. We both had tickets to go see the show, like the big, you know, reunion shows that they announced here. The beginning of the year. Oh yeah. Were, were you? Are did you ever buy tickets? Have you ever seen them? Are you a big fan? Or I, I actually had a good story. I saw them. Well, it starts. I'll show you. I don't know if you can see. I have a burn on my arm. There's like a scar here. Anyway, this is related. Ten years ago, uh, no, no, more than that. Like fifteen years ago, something like that. But I was working. Um, I was like in high school. My friend's dad had like a, a business where he would do um food carts at like festivals and stuff so i went to see it was called rock the bells it was like mostly hip-hop and stuff in new yeah. york yeah and i'm working at this food thing i burn myself on the fryer the same day i get to see uh rage against the machine do like a sound check oh and it was like just me it was like just me and you know i'm like 13 or 14 i have like my stupid cargo shorts i'm just watching rage yeah. like and it's like a sound check it's a sound check but they're like really delivering like Dude's like jumping around and stuff. Like it was really great. I saw them play like four or five songs just in this weird open field at like 4 p.m. Yes. These <laughs> so are the like, stories I really live cool. yeah. for, Max. This is it. This yeah, is all I awesome. want. Yeah. I'd love to go see them again. I don't know if they're going to like do anything else or what. Well, they are. They, they, Pike's, Pike, you're the one who said that they rescheduled, right? Yeah, they did. And they switched all the dates around, which is a bastard because i had it for a saturday in sioux falls south dakota which it was like perfect saturday they move it now to uh monday july 5th the day after the fourth of july which is like <laughs> outside of christmas day wow. like the most the worst day to have a concert are you suggesting that rage against the machine doesn't have respect for the fourth of july <laughs> yeah rage against the machine, yeah. they're not they're not celebrating our most patriotic holiday in the year where our country can't agree to uh, keep each other alive. That's right. That's right. That's exactly what he's saying, Max. He's saying it's all, it's all a message, man. Oh, it's all a message. Oh, oh. Sorry, this Santa hat's burning me up. Oh, I, you know what? It almost looks like a nightcap. You almost look like like an Ebenezer Scrooge. I know. It, it just it looked like a weird dark wig, and I was like, I want everyone to think I'm cool. Though the bolo <laughs> after the seg electric segue talk. I want everyone to know that I am also cool. <laughs> this is a this is a Lego dinosaur I, I put together when I had COVID. Look at that. Oh, it's 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 like art from dude, someone who solid. had the plague. You know, dude. 
really well done. I'm sitting here. I'm listening to uh, uh, Dream by the Everly Brothers. Yeah, Dream. I'm putting this shit together. I have a fever. I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen. You know? It was a that fever was dream. Whole, that That's what it was. Fever <laughs> yeah, dreams, yeah. man. Uh, you, it, yeah. I, when he told me you had COVID, I was like, oh, God. You know, did you get a lot of uh, a lot of people reach out? A lot of people were like, Max, I hope you're okay. A lot of that. or Yeah, I, I got a lot of, I think the term is engagement. You know, I think I got a lot of good digital engagement. I got a lot of likes. <laughs> good. A lot of retweets. It's been great for content. Uh, I did know. Like, I, I, like you do realize uh, people are, uh, you're lucky to have, like, a group of people to check in on you. You know? Yeah. And uh, so... I can imagine how, I mean, and like, I don't have kids or anything, you know, I can't imagine if you had to deal with all that stuff. Like, yeah, I was out of work, but like at the end of the day, like, uh, you know, I always had a place to stay and stuff. So, uh, yeah. you know, I'm very lucky. Yeah. But yeah, people, just, people, people are nice about it. Hibernate in your room. I mean, do you live with your girlfriend? Uh, I don't not, not okay. right now, but, okay. uh, I, yeah, I have, I have a few roommates, but like, uh, yeah, I pretty much just isolated. Yeah, and then about like five days into it, I, I wasn't having any breathing problems, so I was like, "Okay, well, I can smoke weed. I'm a doctor. I took it <laughs> too." So <laughs> then I started doing that, which which is it's one of those stories where uh, what are you doing? Wait a minute, it's a, it's yeah, a it's, respiratory yeah. affects your lungs, and you're like, "I can't, I can't go five days, man. I gotta." I got the well, Everly I, Brothers. I, I, I play with Legos. I got to enhance this experience. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, <laughs> I was smart, you know. I, I won't defend it, but I, I did it. <laughs> well, well. Now I just read, and this could be, uh, this could be fake. It was on the internet that they're just trying. Now scientists are trying to see if smoking marijuana actually like helps prevent COVID. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, let me yeah. look this up because I'm not. Totally spreading. Yeah, this shit. is this was but written that, by I, a bunch of potheads that are like, "Hey, man, Doctor Green Thumb <laughs> yeah. says it's cool." <laughs> Have we tried this out? Yeah, no, bro. I, yeah. I probably made that up. That's a good mis misinformation. I mean, it definitely sounds like something that I would also say. <laughs> so why not? I mean, I, I could see, you know. I, I don't know, man. I got a PlayStation. What do you want from me? You know, like at some point, like you can only sit still for so long. And in a way, it's like at least I was only putting myself at risk, which I've been doing for, you know, years now. So um, <laughs> very nice. Right. That's yeah. Well, I got to ask you because uh, I know you had your own, you had a comedy show. You've put out comedy music. You've I, I love your comedy. I'm a big fan. If you don't know nice. who Max Barth is, follow him on Twitter like I keep flashing on the screen but if you're listening follow max on twitter he's a you're just a you're a funny funny guy you're one of these guys that's constantly funny no matter what platform you're on or just chatting you know what i mean you're just a funny dude which Thanks, i man. always appreciate uh but it's got to affect i mean 2020 has been the most it's like an empty womb it's like the saddest thing for comedy it's like these empty clubs yeah. and all this kind of stuff how, how you been dealing with that uh, I mean, I, I basically, when lockdown started, I kind of switched just to writing stuff. I mean, I've just been writing, uh, like humor pieces and stuff. Um, you know, just trying to keep ideas coming. Cause what I found is that, you know, something that might be a humor piece now I could repurpose for stand up. I kind of cannibalized a bunch of old stand up I had into other pieces and stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, like it's hitting the industry super hard. I mean, like, the place that I performed at regularly, I, I don't know what's going on there. Like, you know, some clubs are doing outdoor stuff. Everyone's trying yeah. to figure out what's ethical, all this stuff. I kind of just said, 
for me personally, I'm like, I'm not really going to perform until I, there's a vaccine. And, uh, cause I think if, if it's something that you want to do like for your whole life, like I do, uh, it's like, yeah, you know, having a year off sucks, but I want to do it for another 30 or 40 years. So, yeah. um, you know, yeah. but I, but it's fine. 2020 is difficult. As you speak, I am literally waiting for, uh, antidepressants to arrive at my door. So, <laughs> Are you really? so, so yeah, yes. Yeah, I, Get I literally have a tab. I literally have a tab up. If I have my glasses, you can see the reflection. It's a tracking number for my USPS uh, thing. It's in transit in Philadelphia. I feel like if you ordered antidepressants, it should automatically be priority mail, but I'm biased. Yes, um, exactly. But, it's like uh, your the grub yeah. Grubhub is faster than your antidepressant medication. You're like, come on, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, what, yeah. We need something more than the other one. Okay, we can get Thai food in a minute. I, I just, yeah. I think that's priority right I now. It, I wish it came with Thai food. That'd be fucking awesome. <laughs> turmeric, turmeric's good for inflammation. Everyone knows that, so that would be helpful too. But I'm good. I mean, it's just like. It was a perfect storm, like being out of work, not being able to perform, it being the winter all of a sudden. And, I, you know, luckily, you know, I'm uh, fortunate to be able to have access to that. So, um, yeah, so it should be good. Just take the edge off, chill out a little bit, you know. I mean, look, I've got Legos and I'm wearing a bolo tie. Something's going on. <laughs> something's, something's wrong. Oh, you'll, you know, oh you'll, you'll like this. Can I, yeah. I'll just do a little show and tell. This is um, this is my, my grandfather's... Uh, World War II blocking his name. Uh, yeah. He was on the American side, but this is his World War II dog tag. <laughs> and uh, and then I got next to it, I got my own dog tag made on a necklace that says, it says Max Barth, comedian, 5'11". 5'11". <laughs> 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 then when I wear that, I, su- I suit up. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm ready to roll. I mean, that's I mean, I that just, just shows you that yeah. you were a comedian in the trenches, my friend. Exactly. Like, if if something happens to me and they find these dog tags, they'll be like, wow, he was he was. Well, I wouldn't say he's a hero. He's a comedian, but he is also honest. Most people would have written six feet. And I said, no, <laughs> I have a lot. <laughs> they would have been uh, like, wow, wow. It does, well, it, it's, he, he was it's related to a hero. That was that's the real yeah. special part. It's like, wow, his bloodline yeah. is capable of producing heroes. But it just it skips a generation, generation. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. it's helpful, man. I started wearing this when I was on stage. It's hard. It's hard to be like afraid of anything. Where you're like, dude, the guy that wore this was like 20 years old at D Day and shit. I'm like 30, and I'm like afraid. I'm like, what if they don't get my bit about the scooter? You know, it's like <laughs> there's definitely a freedom, a freedom from going through all this stuff. And and uh, you know, yeah. I definitely. Oh, I have another show and tell item. I'll show you later, though. Well, I want to talk about that uh, because I've always thought, and you guys both tell me if I'm completely full of horseshit on this one, but I've always thought that, like, your your father was more manly than you, and his father was more manly than him, and his father was like a goddamn, you know what I mean, Uh, barbarian, basically. You know what I mean? It's like, as we we progress... It's like we are less capable of doing man shit. You know what I mean? Where now it's like the most manly thing I can do is I can fix the printer for my parents. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, hey, yeah, yeah. calling in the big guns. Yeah. Let me help you out with this one. You know, like. Yeah, I can't fix a tire, but I'm, I'm the guy behind the guy fixing the tire, holding my iPhone flashlight. Up. Like, is this helpful? <laughs> yeah. Is this doing anything? <laughs> and my dad, my, my dad was a professional opera singer. So, uh that's like a weird different kind of manliness thing. So now I'm like a comedian, which is somehow more and less manly than that. 
Was he singing but, uh, like in in uh, like a theater? Was he like over in Europe? Yeah, he, I feel like like yeah, he was like a straight up. I mean, I I uh, I, I admire. I mean, he he did it. You know, he pulled it off. I mean, he did it professionally, and I never missed a meal. So he was pretty successful. You know, and nice. uh, yeah. So I've actually just started doing some material about it. I found some like old videos and stuff. So I've been like showing showing material or showing like home movies, and then I'll talk about it and. Um, but yeah, I know what you mean with the generations. I mean, like, but I, I think the thing is it gets less and less manly until someone is so manly that they like mess up an artsy kid and then you flip back. Like, I think I'm the guy that was like a sensitive kid and my yeah. dad was, was too that like toxic man thing. And now I've kind of subverted it and turned it into what I like to think is manly. But again, I've Legos on my desk, so. <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, but it all comes in like I'm just talking about traditional manliness. So I mean, obviously, yes, yes. you know, as like I'm a I'm a father. I have two kids, and so as you become a father, there's something like it's almost like silverback gorilla esque, where you just uh, start going like, "Hey, put that down." You start sounding like your parent. You know what I mean? You're whoever yeah, raised yeah. you, and it's uh, it's kind of weird. I still, you know, what I mean, now I'm like I find myself looking at like handyman magazine like oh that's how you frame a wall oh okay i can put yeah. new windows in if i wanted to you know what i mean like all of a sudden i care about high school sports and i'm like looking yeah. out you know looking at <laughs> different gutters but uh i didn't do that until it. it's like weird it's like a switch i think i don't know it's kind of strange i think it's an age it's an age thing too i mean i, I don't have kids i'm sure that is a huge factor of it but like I was looking up a bunch of stuff about Carson Wentz the other day and like reading all these articles and like the NFL.com. And I'm like, I've never been this guy, but I'm genuinely interested now. Like, I don't know. I just, there's something weird about as you get older. I think it's just, uh, that stuff is so marketed towards men too, that it's just easier to grab onto it. Like it's successful, even if you don't think it is. Yeah. Oh, hundred you know? percent. Pike, how do you feel about your manliness compared to your dad? Cause Pike well, is I'm not, your- it's so far. <laughs> it's just, freakishly far off because he like and he tried man like it's not that he didn't try to get us under a hood of a car but i just we just rejected it so now yeah my brother and i it's like if we have kids it's scary to think that they might be bigger pussies than we are (laughs) i mean because yeah it's not the least bit manly over here i don't know if you could tell i'm wearing like a miami vice button up here i love your button up today this is the most dressed up you've been on the show ever i don't is this what happens when we catch you like not at 8 (laughs) a.m i feel like that's the problem yeah Uh, you got max wearing scorpions around his neck you look like you just got done clubbing with james harden apparently who was in strip clubs i was just reading about that and i'm in here i'm in like an old navy sweatshirt that's five years old, you know. <laughs> it's normcore. It's Just good. say it's normcore. <laughs> it's no, no normcore. <laughs> yeah, I think that's like I think that's uh, a term for if you wear normal clothes, but like it's uh, your hip. Normcore. I, I swear, I think it's a thing. Normcore. <laughs> no, yeah, like basically, it. if you dress like if you dress like the kids I was in the spe- special speech speech class with in middle school. Then you're normcore now. It's like hip. Sweet. Huh. Is that like khakis you know? and yeah, like dockers yeah, and that kind like, of stuff? No, yeah, you wear like a Gap t-shirt and like khakis, and it's weird. All that stuff's turning. Like I, I, I definitely the last few years, probably since I've talked to you, Matt. Like 
uh, I finally turned the page where it's like, I'm definitely not the youngest person in any room anymore. You know, like suddenly there's this whole generation of people that are three years younger than me and I still have no fucking idea what they're talking about. It's just like, I don't know. It's a weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know exactly what you transition. mean. So I'm 35. Pike, you're 30, yeah. 30? 30, yeah. 30. And then Max, how old are you? You said you're what? 30, 31. So 31. Okay. So even between yeah. like just conversations I have with Pike every day and then now talking with you, I feel like the oldest motherfucker on earth. Like I, I cannot yeah, right? keep up. <laughs> I seriously. And there's, you know, what's funny. It's like, I, I totally understand what, like when I'm talking about fixing the printer with my parents, there's now things that I'm like, I'm throwing the towel in already on like digitally, like, I'll, like TikTok. I'm like, I don't have time. I'm not doing, I'm not doing another one. Like, Go fuck yeah. yourself, TikTok. Yeah. I don't have time for this. Um, I I physically don't have time for it. So uh, throw it in the yeah. towel. I don't care I about get that. it. I'm not even trying to learn things anymore. <laughs> yeah, I think you have to actively fight. Th- like I feel the same way with TikTok. I'm about to make one, but I it's it took me a while to accept that I'm gonna have to, and I'm sure it'll be fun. But it's like. Yeah, and it's it's so funny too that you feel like the oldest person. You're like, if you break years into days, it's like, dude, you're you, you're like a thousand days older than me. You know, it's like not that big of a deal. <laughs> right. Sure. Like, what can you really learn in a thousand? Like a little bit, you can read some books and stuff, but like, it's a thousand days, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I feel like it's there's been, there's been, yeah, dude. Like, uh, I remember, uh, last time I went to the dentist. Okay, and this was probably this was uh in August. I went to the dentist in August. And the the dental hygienist, it never happened to me before in my life, but the dental hygienist, I swear to God, was hitting on me the whole time, right? And I couldn't even, like, like, yeah, dude, she had, like, a face shield on and, like, you know, this whole thing. All I could see was her eyes, you know what I mean? Because Exactly your type. (laughs) (laughs) But she was i swear i was picking up vibes of getting hit on she kept like giggling and she kept like running into door frames like walking in and out for the x-rays and stuff she's like oh geez oh boy oh and doing all this stuff Mm -hmm. and then and like i'm married but it was very nice to be hit on i was like this never happens this is this is weird i don't know what's going on right and uh then she made a SpongeBob SquarePants reference. I was like, oh, she's too young. She's like super young. Like this is now it's creeping yeah, me yeah, out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now it's like, ugh. Yeah. Even though that show yeah. is like 20 some years old. Oh yeah. That's a real that's a real cutoff point. Like I feel like I'm right at the end where like I remember watching that show, but like my girlfriend's a few years younger than me and she knows way more about SpongeBob than I do. Right? Exactly. There's, there's something weird about yeah. But yeah, I actually had a good dentist story. So I went in recently after I had COVID, obviously I was negative, but they, they took x-rays and it's like a dental student because it's cheaper. So <laughs> he, he takes x-rays and like I hear he presses the button and the things like right in my head, right? Pointing right at me to shoot the x-rays at me. And I look over and hanging on the wall is the, uh, the lead vest they're supposed to put on you. <laughs> and, and it's like... This is like deep, deep into 2020, so I'm like, well, at this point, fuck it, right? Just, that's fine. So I, so I, and the guy's name was like Mark or something. So I was like, Mark, uh, isn't that supposed to like, go on me while you take the X-ray? And I swear to God, he looked at me and just goes, oh yeah, my bad. Oh, so like, no. that's pretty cool. That's where we're at, where it's just like, yeah, oh, sorry, I just shot you with a bunch of X-rays. Oops. 
Like, and he's going to graduate. He's going to be a dentist. Like, <laughs> he's going to go out in the world after committing with what is basically chemical warfare. Um, I, probably, I probably could sue the shit out of them. I won't, but it's like, it was just so funny. Like that moment where I looked over and saw it hanging there. That's so funny. Wild, man. You went to the barber college for to get your teeth done. Like that's so, <laughs> yeah. Fu- <laughs> yeah. so funny, man. Yeah, someone, someone was doing like a catch me if you can thing. <laughs> right. Pretending. Yeah, he's in your mouth. He's like, well, your bangs look good. Uh, not too yeah. sure about your sideburns. Uh, wait, don't you mean? I mean, yeah, molars. Yeah, yeah. Ah! yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm learning so much. Uh, yeah. I um. I got a little bit of a dentist story, too. And, Pike, this was when I was living in Fargo, North Dakota. Okay. And big dentist city. Big, huge dentist dentists. cities. Exactly. So <laughs> um, I was going to this dentist, and I found I, I had, like, a cavity on my very last tooth, okay, in between, like, the last way back molar. And Whoa. I went to one dentist. He's like, oh, you're going to need a crown, that's going to be a thousand dollars. And I was like, well, goodbye. You know, time to go yeah. find another you could one. Get like an actual crown for a thousand dollars. That's a great point. Great point. And arguably, so, arguably look a lot better. <laughs> yes, yeah, absolutely. And then, uh, so I went to this dentist and it was on like 32nd Avenue Pike. Okay. So or maybe 13th, whatever that, what's the main drag there in Fargo? I was on there. So it wasn't uh, like in the uh, shady part. Is it 13th Avenue? Is that what it is? 13th? Well, they, they both are. Either of those streets would work. All right. So I was yeah. on like the main drag in the middle. It was like, I was next to a Panera and like a place that sells you mattresses. And I was like, okay, this is, it's a dentist's office. You know what I mean? It's not in like some shady part of the city. So I go in there and the guy First of all, there was no walls separating you from the other dental patients. It was like it was like just one big room and like a barber shop. There was just chairs. You know what I mean? And you're like, okay, this uh, is kind of strange. So I, it was like a symphony of drills when you walked in. All you hear is like just drilling going on, horrific. And so I, I he goes, takes me back. He looks, he says, oh yeah, we can put a filling on that thing, no problem. I'm like, really? We don't need a crown? He's like, nah. You're fine. I'm like, all right. So I go in there. I get my uh, tooth drilled. I put the cavity on. I can't afford even just the payment for the filling. And so I pay half. And then when I go to pay the other half for the filling, I go back. There is a, first of all, all the lights are off. The thing is shut down. There's police tape around the building. It was sealed. It had been raided by the FBI. What? It's amazing. What like they were, did you find out? It was like money laundering, or I, I tried finding out, but it, oh. I didn't follow it after it went to court. They shut down the whole business. Uh, it got raided by the FBI, and I didn't have to pay for the rest of my filling. Like I was like, oh well. Oh, that's huge. Yes, that's amazing. Yeah, half off, you know. I w- yeah, I, wish the I FBI thought I was going to would raid. Oh, I was gonna I'm say, quiet. I wish the FBI would ra- would raid my student's house after my fiasco. <laughs> I want them to kick his kick his door down, and then he'll be like, "Oh, what's wrong with the door?" And they'll be like, "My bad." <laughs> and he'll be like, "What? I don't remember that." Yeah. And be like, Max sends his regards. Right. And the cops the cops will arrest him, and he'll be like, "Hey, hey, don't aren't you supposed to put handcuffs on me?" And they're like, "Oh, 
My bad. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, I'm the only one that gives a shit anymore. Yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna say, Pike? No, I tried. Uh, well, I tried. You got away with that. I tried waiting out. Like you know, I had a, a late movie rental back when you could rent movies. Yeah. And I just knew like that this this store had to fucking close any time now. So I just waited it out, and they did close. And years later, I would find my credit was destroyed because they did actually still want the money back, and they would report it to oh, a cre- uh, credit. Yeah, yeah. So, so I didn't get away with it like you did. So hold on a minute. So, okay, Jesus Christ. So your credit got destroyed because you didn't return a videotape. Yeah, it, Home Alone two specifically <laughs> went to collections, and you know, like I'm early twenties, so I'm moving. Every fucking nine months, so the mail can't find me. You know, it's going to every house I've previously lived in, never because I'm not switching my address to the post service either. So, never got any calls, never letters. If I did, I just ignored them because why not? And yeah, found out my credit, tried to like rent an apartment or something. They're like, no, asshole, your credit starts with a four. See you later. Ironically, yeah, you couldn't be home alone. No home for you. I was like, is this like a DVD of Home Alone? Seriously? They're like calling you across the country trying to get that? Oh, crazy. yeah, man. My college yeah. wouldn't. I, I, rented, I rented a DVD from my college of uh, Adaptation, you know, with Nick Cage. That's top uh, five movie of mine. Amazing movie. In like yes! 2010, I, I rented it from them on DVD. And uh, I, I tried to get my, uh, what's it called? My transcript. Because every six months I freak out. And I'm like, maybe I should try to learn a skill. So I, I try to get my transcript from the college, and they wouldn't give it to me because I owed them money for this DVD. That they don't even have DVDs anymore. What is going on? I, I, I had to write them a check for like a hundred dollars for this DVD. It's fucking insane. Oh damn. Yeah. Unreal. Brutal. Brutal. Dude, I got to meet Nicolas Cage. This is like my one celebrity story I have, but I got to meet uh, Nicolas Cage backstage at a concert he was there and i had like friends and fa- i had a friends and family pass uh for wow. guns and roses right and i was back there oh, yeah it was like wow guns and roses friends and family this is nuts right so and this is in vegas because uh nick cage lives in vegas so i'm there and pike you've heard the story before but i'm there backstage and uh in walks nicholas cage and Oh God! Who's the dude from the Pianist? Why am I forgetting his name? Adrian Brody. Uh, Adrian Brody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Adrian Brody, Nicholas Cage, and like three Estonian supermodels because they were like you know seven feet tall, and they all walk in together. It was like 115 degrees outside, and Nick Cage walks in with a leather trench coat and a cowboy hat. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this guy. Uh, why not? This, is some, this is amazing. This is exactly what I wanted. This is the Nick Cage yeah. I've been dreaming about. Uh, yeah. And then uh, I was like, all right, no one else is talking to this dude. This is my one and only shot. So I walk up to Nick Cage and I was like, hey, man, I know I'm not supposed to probably be talking to you, but I got to say. And he's like, yeah, okay. Well, yeah, all right. You know, he's kind of annoyed. And I'm like, I just want to let you know that adaptation is one of my favorite movies of all time. And the look on his face, it's like I just told him, I think his child is beautiful. You know what I mean? Like a thing, like he looks up like, oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh. You know, I was like, yes. Oh, that's great. It's amazing. And he probably gets, you know, face off and Con Air and I don't know, The Rock or whatever. But 
I think he's proud of adaptation. I think he really enjoys that one. Hmm. Wow. That's cool. I'm glad. I'm glad that's how that ended. Instead of him being like, "Fuck you, get out of my face." <laughs> no, yeah. it's a fuck. That movie I- was shit. <laughs> I, I would have said the same, but I would have substituted Ghost Rider too. Surprisingly good movie. <laughs> Way lower budget, but looks a lot better than the first one. They shot it in Russia. I don't know why I know this. <laughs> Jesus, how much do you know about Ghost Rider? <laughs> Ghost Rider 2. You know, Nick Cage claimed in the first Ghost Rider movie that he was inspired by uh, an, a pet octopus or something that he has. Like, his acting style was inspired by that. In the first Ghost Rider movie, movie he's eating jelly beans, and he said that was his own artistic decision for the character. <laughs> Did, you you know? <laughs> Did you watch the director commentary of Ghost Rider? I, I genuinely don't know why I know that, but I would bet my entire life that that's true. I got a lot of free time. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, you're you're an amazing man, Max. You're an amazing man. Let me just say that, dude. <clears throat> yeah, not by not by choice, but thank you. Uh so um your dad is an opera singer. What about your mom? What does she do? Is she cause your dad's chasing his dream, obviously, you know? Singing. Yeah, well well they met uh, they met. She was a choreographer and like a like a stage actress, and they met doing some musical or something, and uh, and then like she ended up um, like raising us basically while he was working. Got it. And how many is uh, us? How yeah, many I brothers, think... sisters do you have? Uh, there's just two. I have a sister, and okay. uh, yeah, just me. Yeah. Got it. So, so did you get the voice have, oh, too? Because yeah, I, I you. S- oh, go ahead. Uh, I, was I think say, I'm working I on like a delay a, here. I, it's just. Just a train yeah, wreck every time I try to talk. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, Pike. No, no, you I, go. I do have, uh, I do have a half brother. I have, a, I have a little brother as well. My dad remarried, so I have a little brother. It's great because the, the little kid, like, he's like uh, 20 years younger than me. So if I am out with him, people think it's my kid. Oh, wow. so I just look like an amazing young dad instead of like a piece of shit comedian. <laughs> and 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 my brother is is bilingual. Uh, he speaks German and uh, English. I only speak English. So I do this bit where I tell him to suddenly start speaking German when we're out in public. And then I act like he's a prodigy. <laughs> it's like, where did you learn this? And he's speaking like fluent German. I'm like, my son is a genius. He taught himself. <laughs> and everyone's looking because if someone's yelling in German, you look. It's just sort of ingrained in society. Oh, at this point. definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's yeah. not a, it's not like a, a under the radar language. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely not. If you hear anyone even shout in German, that's a head turner. That's a head turner language. There are a lot of languages if they yell, you're like, well, that's fine, that's normal. Right. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. Whispering in German sounds like it sounds like you're plotting something. You know what I mean? It sounds it immediately yeah, yeah, yeah. sounds like something's going down here pretty soon. You better watch out. Yeah. Yeah. Like if if Werner Herzog didn't have a German accent, it would not be nearly as interesting and beguiling. Like his films would probably be worse. You know, if he was just some guy that was like, yeah, you know, like whatever some quote he said, you know, darkness is the soul that inside of every man. You just some weird guy saying that. But when he's like, darkness is the soul of every man, you know, you're like, oh, well, he might be right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. reasonable to me. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Oh, wow. Well, it sounds like, uh, it sounds like you've had an interesting childhood, man. It really, I mean, compared yeah. to mine, mine seems awful normal compared to yours. Well, there's definitely, there's definitely trade-offs, right? Like I, 
I was exposed to some stuff, but um, also not exposed to other normal stuff. So it's like, yeah, I saw some operas when I was a kid, but I didn't give a shit at all. Like, I wasn't old enough to appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I literally remember playing Super Nintendo, like, backstage at some opera instead of watching it. I was playing a Mario game on my computer. I was like, I'm not going to watch this, like, 400-year-old thing that took hundreds of people and three months to put together. I'm going to play Mario. (laughs) I guess it's fine, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kid logic, you know what I mean? That's what it is. Yeah. All the time. And then, you know, kids grow out of things left and right. I always find myself telling my son, you know, I'm like, look, look, a big truck, you know? And he's like, cool. I was like, okay, trucks are done. We're done with trucks. Moving on. You know what I mean? Yeah, he was yeah, really yeah. excited yeah. about trucks last week. And now I'm excited because I'm going to make him excited. Yeah. And i be like, oh, yeah. can't wait to tell him, show him this giant truck. And then now he's like, yeah. All right. Sweet. Yeah. Move on. You know? Now you're the asshole for bringing it up. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah he's like oh my god i can't don't talk about trucks jesus christ that was last week yeah and that's how you end up just that's how dude but the thing is you're like cool normcore dad don't forget that that's right i'm gonna tell him that be like you look know? i'm cool normcore because that's who i am yeah. all right yeah if you hold on to your style long enough it goes through like if you just stop changing your clothes when you're 20, it'll be lame in like 10 years and then it'll be cool as hell in 10 years. You just got to stick to what you do and let the culture move around you. You know, like, is this ever going to be cool? Maybe not, but maybe in 15 years. Uh, dude, I mean, come on, that's already started pretty cool. I mean, I can feel like, I think it, I think it's fashionable. Yeah. I think right now it went from like Willie Nelson type humans wearing that to now it's like now you see like Migos wear that you know what I mean like on the red carpet it's like it's gone yeah through I mean the in, many, in, in many ways I get compared to me Migos so, <laughs> a lot of people see me do stand up and they're like let me guess you're a fan of Migos <laughs> and I'm like yeah it's, I like Migos and Robin Williams those are my those are my influences <laughs> uh, Max it's been an absolute pleasure chat with you man i really really appreciate you yeah really great to catch up are you i i look i know the pandemic is still going on but hopefully we all get vaccinated here pretty soon uh do you have any plans anything that you're planning on doing in 2021 maybe down the road or do you have anything on the docket that you're thinking of doing or you want to plug you want to promote it's tough because stuff gets rescheduled um there might well uh, yeah, I, I don't have anything specific date-wise right now. Um, but if you follow me on Twitter, I'm always sending out. I'm, I'm writing a lot of stuff. I've got a piece that's going to be published in a few weeks. Um, so come check that out. I've got like I think I've written like eighty something little comedy pieces. You know, they're all like a one or two minute read. But really, it was funny. I got a degree in writing, and ten years later, I was like, maybe I should try to write. So I've been doing that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and follow. You know, I'm on Twitter, and and you can go there and like see my stand up and all that stuff. And uh, yeah. Uh, I record I record uh, music in a band called Jackson Mo M O E. So we're on uh, Spotify. We we actually put out a new album at the beginning of the lockdown called uh, Lockdown and Loaded, and that's got nice. some new songs on it. And like we we do it right, man. Like because I think with musical comedy, like funny is one thing, but it's got to sound like legit good. So we try to make like some really good stuff. And uh, but yeah, people can follow me that's on cool. that. That'd be great. awesome. All right. Remember, I had COVID. I had COVID. Thank you. <laughs> 
right. I tell you, you're going to absolutely love following Max on Twitter. It's he is Max Barth. There it is. I'll throw it up one more time. Uh, he is Max Barth on Twitter. A great follow. And it's just a good dude, man. I hope you get your antidepressants. Track those sons <laughs> of bitches. And I, I hope you remain healthy because I want to have you on the show again, man. Pike and I, we were, uh, we're, we're stoked to have you on. So thank you. Awesome. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Pike. Max Barth. How awesome was that guy? He's the best. I say that about all the people we bring on, but we only bring on goodies. You know, we only bring on the good ones. It's a rigorous screening process. They've all passed, which means they are goodies. Well, it's all it's all people I've talked to before so far, and I know they're just not a holes. And I Max has come on the show uh, before a bunch of times, and every single time he kills it. And today was no different. So thank you to Max Barth at he is Max Barth on Twitter. Are you ready to get to the news that matters, Pike? Let's. Yes, this is the news that matters. Yes, this is the news that matters. Holy shit. I don't know if you saw this, but there's this dude in Russia who apparently hates Donald Trump. You know what I mean? Like, Jesus. And I, I'm not Donald Trump. Oh, my God. What a Freudian slip that was. Putin. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it makes more sense. Yeah, there's this guy in Russia who hates Putin, and it's awesome because when you have when you have uh, a dictator, supreme, you know, leader who's controlling everybody in every facet of life, and then he got yeah. that little thorn in the side that keeps just sticking it to the man. I love those guys. I love those guys. So what happens? Putin tries to poison him and kill him. I love that that's a real-life thing in an actual country. Like, what the fuck? You know? Yeah. <laughs> Imagine. You think we got issues? Holy shit. I know, dude. I know. Well, check this out. The guy lives. They have determined his name is Alexei Navalny. Navalny? Alexei Navalny. Oh. He's a he's a Russian, obviously, and I, I can't remember where he was flying from, but he was in another country. He was poisoned, put into a coma. Labs in Germany, France, and Sweden all tested what was what happened to him, the kind of poison, and it was a Soviet era nerve agent that was used on him. So they definitely know it was Russian. He ends up pulling out of the coma, getting over being poisoned, almost killed. He flies back to Russia. They arrest him immediately as he gets off the fucking plane in Moscow. Okay? Now he's in prison. Probably going to be killed or for life, you know? You don't really fuck with Putin. So what happens? He's releasing videos on YouTube while he's in prison. Ex- uh, it, like ex- exposing some shit about Putin, which I'm like, yeah, good. I love this guy. I love this. The balls <laughs> on this guy are insane. Know. You know what I mean? He sounds like he's ready to die. He just, <laughs> you know, he's just, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna take you down with me, motherfucker. You know what I mean? This guy. <laughs> that's all he wants to do. He wants to take down Putin. I love it. I love it. Had these guys, these guys, just oh man. So the video. He released a video about Putin apparently has a $1 billion mansion that was built 
They call it the largest bribe in the world. So it's completely off the books. The The stats on this thing are ridiculous. And it's like an hour and a half video about Putin's $1.35 billion Black Sea Palace. So, of course, Putin says, oh, it's not mine. I don't know anything about this. And they're like, this guy, he has this whole like documentary about how it's built, where it was, all this shit, which is amazing. So here's some of the things going on with the palace itself. It has an impregnable, impregnable fences, its own port, its own security, a church, its own permit system. There's a no-fly zone over it, and it even has its own border checkpoint. It's technically Jesus. within a separate. It's in a separate. It's in its own separate state within Russia, and there's only one person that can rule that state, and that's Putin. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? Which is nuts. So they say this is all like the massive oil companies and other countries that have paid bribes for Russia. This was off the book. So there, he's like, I don't want your money. Just build me this palace. Cost a billion dollars. The palace is insane, dude. I mean, the photo, video of this thing is... It's incredible. So, but I guess in the documentary, it's all in Russian. So I, I, you know, can't really watch it. But in the documentary, it's, uh, yeah, it's almost two hours long. They show pictures of it and everything. And they're on like a little dinghy. Hold on. I'm trying to bring it up so you can see it. Dude, it's. I would love to see the dinghy. Yeah. Let me see here. 31 minutes into the YouTube video. Beep, yeah, dude, it's it's insane. It's an insane palace. Let me bring it up here, and I'll, I'll show it to you. But I just, I love guys. You know, clearly this guy's like, hey, I almost died, but I lived. All right. Let's fucking double down again. And it's just something where I, my brain, I wouldn't do that. You know what I mean? No, that's why I say he's got to be just fully come to terms with the fact he's dead. He's a dead man walking, so whatever. Just have some fun. How are they getting on YouTube in prison? He he had somebody already has it. They put it out there on YouTube. Huh. You know, huh. Huh. so you know I saw he's that in, not releasing in, it from prison. Oh, okay, I thought I'm picturing him like just in his prison cell with a computer and a video camera. Look at that. They говорили, что снять это невозможно. Ну, мы и сами так думали, а потом взяли и попробовали. Не получилось. Попробовали еще. Сделали четыре попытки, но получилось только однажды. Представь. That's that's pretty ridiculous. We present you the most so secret palace it. in Russia. That's what he calls it. Wow. Look at they flew so they a drone. Tried, over. Obviously, uh, yeah. So he said they tried four times. So the drones kept getting what shot down. Or something. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> All I know is before oh. this, they're on like a little dinghy. They're on like a little raft in the water, flying the drone off this little raft, trying to. Oh my god. They say that this is the new Versailles, like the Palace of Versailles that King Louis built in France. This is the new one. Jesus. Look at that. Yeah. Wow. That's that is huge. Isn't this insane? This is just crazy. So anyway, the thing had thirty five million views. It had been up on YouTube for like six hours and it had like 35 million views in six hours. So it's it's incredibly viral. It's getting huge press. Everyone's like, oh no. You know what I mean? Like 
This is this is not what Putin wanted at all. Just man. I mean, you got to you got to expect that to happen eventually. You know. Yeah. And he's going to act like you don't know it's there. Like I love that. Just playing dumb. Like I have no idea what that is. I've never yeah. seen that. Are we That's- sure we have a photo of you <laughs> at this place. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. I know. I wonder what else this guy Beautiful. has, you know? Going back to right. Russia after the president, as I say with finger quotes, tries to like assassinate you and you go back? Whoa. Yeah, I wouldn't have done that. No. He seems like a... No, yeah. No, thanks. No. Imagine getting well, on the plane. My story is not... Uh, no. Yeah. Just knowing they're waiting for you. Oh, my yeah. God. Well, my story uh, is here in the United States, okay, because a woman, now these DNA tests, like Ancestry DNA, 21 and Me, or whatever the fuck it is, mm-hmm. they're revealing a lot of family secrets from back in the day. Okay, so this girl, now she posted it on TikTok, so I'll just say first that I'm a little skeptical of it, right, because there's a lot of acting and fake viral videos, but she found out that her real father is not actually her father, which is not that crazy. But the guy who is, is an old family friend who turns out is now a billionaire. How exciting. I mean, how devastating because, you know, dad is not dad. But turns out this guy's a billionaire. So she reaches out to him and he doesn't want anything to do with her. He, uh, he will not talk to her. I don't know why. Uh, he's a billionaire. It's like, give her a, give her a hundred million dollars. <laughs> To get her call it good, you know, <laughs> get her the fuck out of here. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> well, you know, it's going to set precedent. If she asks for money, then all of his other illegitimate children yeah, that right. he's planted around the world, they're going to come. <laughs> they're going to come crawling as well. She's going to be like, who the fuck put me on Ancestry.com? Like, who? <laughs> he probably did. Don't you have to, like, vol- you know, volunteer that information? Yeah. Yep. So Unless that's really his fault. Yeah. I, so do you think this whole thing is fake anyway? Probably. Okay. Just the fa- simple fact that it's on TikTok. I like that. I like that but they're getting creative and creating like narratives now and storylines. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? TikTok is yeah, growing we'll from, from dance videos to now we're getting into soap operas. You know what I mean? It's just, it's nice how it, it's like the evolution of like vaudeville into like the circus into Saturday Night Live. You know what I mean? It's like this weird oh okay, very natural yeah. progression. Exactly, yeah. yeah. People Man. keep Would you would you hit this dude up? If your dad if if let's say this was you in a real life scenario. Yeah. How hard would you hit this dad? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You wouldn't touch this dad. Oh, you wouldn't go near him. Nah, fuck that shit. I wouldn't. He's your he's your real dad. You're uh, you're telling me you wouldn't gouge him for everything he had? No. No, I probably wouldn't even contact him. I'd be like, obviously, I don't matter to him. Whatever. I already have my dad, right? And I thought it was my dad two minutes ago. Yeah. He meant the absolute yeah, world dad. to me, and uh, he raised me, and he was a great father, and all that. And that guy's still my dad. You know what I mean? That's how well, yeah, I, that's but, how my brain uh, would work. I'd be like, no, well, of course. Of that other dude, of course, you're not gonna... fuck that dude. Dude, I, there's there's some people in my life that are way closer to me without blood relation that I consider family than actual blood relatives. You know what I mean? I have blood relatives and I'm just like, yeah, I don't give a fuck about you at all. You know what I mean? I'm... Oh, that's just it. I, 
I don't know how your wedding was, but you know, for my it was like the the list of people, and you can only invite so many. But my like parents gave me a list of these people I I needed to invite, and I'm like, fuck up! I'm not gonna not invite like friends who actually mean something to me, so mm-hmm. I can invite your second cousin, Dad. Like I don't know that person. I don't care about them. Yeah, I don't care that you know their last name is the same as my grandma's. Cousin yeah, but I mean, does it mean something to your dad? Because then I would invite him. Like, I invited some people to my wedding that were friends of my parents that I was like, eh, you know, yeah, bring them. I don't know. Really? Well, because yeah, I don't know if you had an infinite capacity venue, but we did not. So I don't it's have like that actually, many friends, so, Pike. I don't really have that okay. many. <laughs> You're like, yeah, bring them, please, please. I need to fill the place out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, man, <laughs> we got a, we got a limit. We have to hit at least. At least this one, 15 people need to be there. So everybody else. I know is in the wedding party. So yeah, exactly. I, well, we need a witness. So that's great. So please uh, bring Carol. That'd be great. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, my second cousin, you say? Okay, great. Yeah. Can she also be the maid of honor? Is that all right? <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, yeah. I'm no, sorry. I mean, Yeah. No, I didn't have an infinite. We didn't have a huge. It wasn't. It wasn't huge. It was a good sized wedding, but it wasn't huge. Yeah, yeah. But I did. Well, have I know a limit, if you needed, if you know. Yeah. Well, they all do, unless you're doing it at like you know Woodstock or something. <laughs> yeah. No, it's I'm like an open a mi- field wedding. Uh, I, a minimum. I'm sorry. I had a minimum. I had to get at least a certain amount of people, or else like the the price per plate went up. Oh, gotcha. You know. Well, hey, if, if you needed somebody extra, I know I was not on that invite list. So. <laughs> I know there was one easy one right there. Hell, I probably would have brought a plus one. I know. I almost said, you're like, I don't know what your wedding was like. I, I almost said, I know, because I didn't invite you. <laughs> yeah. Funny how that works, huh? Funny how that worked. Whatever. Whatever, man. Ah, uh, yeah. Where were, where'd you get married? What, what city were you living in? I was living in Omaha, but we got married in Cleveland. Ah, that's right. Yeah. Okay, fine. I forgive you. I I, I got you back when it came time for my wedding. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How was your wedding? Yeah. Good? I heard it was great. Good. And good time. Good. It was a lovely, lovely affair. Yeah. That's awesome. And I'm yeah. happy that Sorry, you had me. all your friends there to celebrate with. That was... You know. Oh, all my friends and then some. Even like the next, uh, the next ring of people I'm somewhat familiar with oh, they all really? came too. oh yeah they were even started to bleed bleed into the the category of people that i kind of actually hate oh but i wanted to fill out the wedding they came too they did yeah really the only people i didn't invite were the mm-hmm. people i fucking hate oh yeah like the total scum i have come across through various you know avenues in my life those people didn't come Yeah, I'm sorry. Right, so make- my, uh- <laughs> <laughs> well, I wish I could have been there, Pike. Yeah. I wish I could have been there. <laughs> I wish that too. I wish that for you that you could have been there. <clears throat> I, I I remember when the day was. I was quite available. I remember hearing about it, reading about it, seeing the photos, and it looked like a good time. So. Happy, I'm happy for it you was. and your wife. So that's great. You know, you of anybody would have loved it. Mm. 
Yeah. I told my wife that too. You know who would love to be here? <laughs> and then we had a good laugh. We went, ah. <laughs> All right, let's go say hi to your dad's third cousin. <laughs> All right, let's go say hi to my mortal enemy. That's fine. I'll. <laughs> Happy he's here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's great. Thanks, Mike. I appreciate it. Mike. You're welcome. Roger Daltrey, yeah. does that name ring a bell to you? Yes, I know who that is. Okay, lead singer of The Who, Correct. Roger Daltrey. Well, Roger Daltrey, uh, I don't know how big you are on Brexit. I don't know where you fell on the old Brexit determination here. Uh, as an American, I'm sure you're kind of like, ah, why? Well, yeah, what the fuck do I care? Right? Yeah, I'm going to be honest. Heard it, familiar that it is a thing. Not exactly sure what if it's a good thing or a bad thing, or I have no clue. You know, sure. Well, let me just paint it like this. No opinions. The that you had England that wants to leave the United, or not United Kingdom, England that wants to leave the European Union. Okay. However, it's kind of difficult because England is a separate country from Scotland. And Northern Ireland. Okay, so you have the United Kingdom. It's kind of different for England. Northern Ireland and Scotland, they wanted to remain. They wanted to stay in the European Union. England's like, fuck this shit. We're our own goddamn country. Get us out of here, right? Sick of being in a union. And so they left. Scotland's not happy about it. Northern Ireland, it becomes very different because Ireland is attached, obviously it's on the same island as Northern Ireland. Well, they're two different countries, technically. And this is where it gets dicey, because you have the Protestant United Kingdom, you have the Catholic uh, uh, Isle of Ireland, right? Hence, the kind of bombing, the IRA, the shooting, the massacres, all, all this kind of yeah. nonsense. But now that they've left the European Union, now you got to put up a border crossing again because they're no longer part of the European Union. Now it's kind of this, uh, oh shit, we're separating the island once again. It becomes very technical, very quick. Roger Daltrey, lead singer of The Who, wanted Brexit. He wanted to leave the European Union. And they said, hey, look, man, if we leave the European Union, this could affect artists, musicians going out on tour. You're an artist and a musician going out on tour. You want to go tour Europe. It's going to affect you. And he goes, fucking piss off, you know? And that's kind of shit. He's like, well, well, we didn't tour Europe before this nonsense. He literally said, fuck off, you know, that kind of shit. Well, now Roger Daltrey has signed a petition saying that they should fix the extra taxation system that to a touring artist from England will have to pay for themselves and for all the roadies and crew and all this stuff when they go and they tour the European Union. And Roger Daltrey is getting a shit ton of flack for it. They're like, you fucking idiot. We said that this was going to happen. You said fuck off. And guess what? It happened. And now you're crying about it. What do you oh, think? Man. What do you think was going to happen? I, I cannot stand these kind of people. It's like, dude, here's what's going to happen. Then everybody has to put on their fucking tinfoil hat of like, Mom, I did my own research. 
And what I suppose different than what everybody with a doctor in their name is telling me. And then it happened. The exact way that everyone was saying it was going to, it did it. So now Roger Daltrey has signed this fucking petition. They're like, what are you, what are you doing? What are you doing, man? He's like, well, you know, I want to, I don't know what, I don't know what fucking accent I'm doing. Uh, you know, I want to. I like to, the one before. Oh. Hey, fuck off. Well, you yeah. know, I want to, uh, <laughs> want to separate from Brussels. I mean, not from Europe. Uh, oh, fuck. You know what it is? It's being two, it's what? two things. It's being rich and not having to like deal, live in the normal reality as everyday people. Rich people live yeah. in a di on a different planet than everybody else. And two, it's being a crotchety old man. Crotchety old man. That, that's the other thing. Don't we think Roger Daltrey should just maybe go live out his 90s not touring the same songs from the 60s? I mean, most of his fan base got to be close to, you know, retired. Pretty old. <laughs> or past. Yeah. Pretty old. Like, he should just be doing, like, cruise ships. And don't get me wrong. I love The Who. I love The Who. Fantastic band. An amazing band. I put them in the top 10 classic rock bands of all time. Love The Who. Lot, most people would, yeah. But there's something about dudes that worries me about getting older. I think it's your testosterone dropping. Where you just become this obstinate, crotchety, bitter asshole. And it happens to guys. You know what I mean? It happens to old men. I think it's got to do with testosterone, man. You know what I mean? It's your test. Yeah. Test, yeah. You got low T or something, and then you become a total dick. It's weird. I mean, a soft, flimsy, awful dick, but a dick nonetheless. Just, you know? Gross dick. That's what it is, man. There's so many dicks out there. So many dicks. I think it's what it One is. One for every man, in fact. <laughs> All right, well, there you hey, go. There's Roger Dolce. I know, I know we talked about the, the Swiss Alps uh, yesterday, maybe. Well, there was a man who was hiking in the Swiss Alps when he hurt his ankle very badly, couldn't walk, or he could walk, obviously, but he couldn't really uh, you know, get out the way he had planned on it because he was very injured. Didn't know where to go. He's lost. It's a very rough terrain as well. Well, then in comes a kitty cat. Cute little guy. Comes up to this dude who's injured. And starts leading him. He starts, the, I don't know how you determine if a cat is leading you, but the cat was walking away and he thought, huh, I'm supposed to follow this cat. Weird thing to do, but he did. Turned out the cat was actually leading him out to a trail, which led to a village. So, in conclusion, the cat saved this man's life. And it's just a little cat. It's just black and white. Cute bastard. But, I, you know, I thought it was a miraculous, because dogs get all the credit, don't they? I mean, we just, as humans, we just, just jerk it for dogs. Meanwhile, cats, oh my God, people are like, dogs are incredible. They give dogs credit for anything. Like if a dog barks, you know, nearby and somebody has a heart attack, it's like, well, he was warning us. He knew it. Right. He knew he was going to have a, you know, it's like, shut up. It's a dog. If they were that smart, they would probably have their own civilization. Right. <laughs> Well, they need thumbs, man. Thumbs are important. Well, that's just the thing. If you were smart, you know, because humans, I, I'm confident we could invent thumbs if we needed to. 
So interesting. Do that. <laughs> yeah. Look. But what comes dogs. first, thumbs or the you. ability to invent thumbs? Dog dogs. <laughs> Until dogs can invent a thumb, we're we're gonna be the dominant species. I agree. But I love, I love dogs. But they are not that smart of an animal. I mean, they are smart to an extent, and then you know. And that's it. I think they're, they said like they're as smart as like a two year old or something like that. You know, they have the same right. brain capacity. Right. Like chimps are way, way smarter. However, oh, yeah. not as adorable as a dog. I mean, dogs, I mean, that, the, the cuteness factor is kind of like, oh my God. Now, some people are obsessed with cats. I agree. Dogs get more credit, but they should because cats are really just kind of fucking. Oh, you're a cat hater. I'm not a cat like. fan at all. I mean, if someone has a cat. And it's a cool cat. I'd be like, "All right, you get the pass this time, cat." You know what I mean? Like that cat's pretty cool. But I've met more asshole cats than I've. I probably only met one asshole, two asshole dogs in my life, and I've oh, met yeah. a thousand asshole cats. You know what I mean? Where they're no, like, it's, it's just because show their asshole to you and they walk away. It's like, uh, cat. I know what want- you're doing. I know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. <laughs> They're misunderstood. They're they just want a little. They're not. They're they're assholes. I'm telling you. They're they bred just, to they be. Want... God damn it, Pike. God damn it, Pike. They want you to see their asshole. That's a fair thing to want. Okay, <laughs> they're proud of it. It's a prideful thing for them. It's a hell of an anus if you've obviously never taken the time to look into one. <laughs> Next time you got a cat around you, go ahead and look hard and deep into its anus. Uh, Give them what they want. <laughs> Take a good look. Use it like a peephole in a door. Yeah, Give it a like go. you're trying to see the eclipse. Like you're trying to do an eye exam. <laughs> e G H. I don't know. Is that a T? And then F. I don't know. Everything's brown. Uh, so you have a cat that saves a guy. My redeeming thing was I don't like cats, but I gotta say kudos to the cat. Because you're right, dogs get all the credit. Cats get none. I don't think the cat was trying to help this guy. I think this is that's the that's the bullshit narrative that the human put on this story. I think the cat right. was just like, mm, asshole, look, mm, and then walked away like, <laughs> I'm gonna go back to my village. And this guy was like, the cat's gotta go somewhere, or they, maybe the cat was the guy was trying to eat it. Cat, cat was too fast. I, uh, you know, any any of these are possible, but I, I would like to think this cat saw a man in need. And thought, I know who can help you. And also, where uh, there are more assholes to be seen. I have some cat friends back home. So, why don't you come this way? And we can all benefit from this little venture. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a nice... I can't wait for that to come out on straight to DVD. But that sounds like an amazing, amazing movie you just described. (laughs) Thank you. Yes. Uh... It's called the brown-eyed cat. <laughs> oh, that's I a, can't wait. Oh, that would be... Oh, man. 
pretty good. I'm hearing the trailer already. I I know. I can already hear it. It sounds really good. All right. Well, there you go. This has been a long show. Thank you to Max Barth for being on it. Love that guy. Great dude. Thank you to that guy right there as well. Pike Taylor Radio on all social media. Go and hit him up. I am at Sparks Radio on all social media. Come on and comment a song subject. We got to get these things dialed in. And then hopefully next week, Pike will have our song subject to sit there and write a, uh, well, Cody's here. Cody says, good title for a song. Thank you. Exactly. Brown-Eyed Cat. Not bad for a song. Make sure you just write it over there on Instagram. Okay? At Sparks Radio. Comment there. So next week, Pike and I can start this songwriting competition. And then also, if artwork is approved, next week, next Tuesday, to be exact, the billboard should be up in Las Vegas. By God, if we can make this thing happen, I will be so happy. Project Payhem will be an official beginning of start. Project Payhem. I can't wait to do more of this kind of stuff. So please jump on the patreon.com slash Sparks Radio. The link is in there. Tell a friend, rate and review the show, and we will see you tomorrow. I guess it's Friday for Five on Friday. That sounds good. Damn. Um, Yeah, man. Should be fun. There is the kid. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Bye, Pike. Bye. Bye. Nope. Nope. Those over, motherfuckers. Now get out of here.